The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, as we hear this gospel of the presentation of Jesus in the temple according to the law, we also hear of a righteous man who was there waiting, Simeon. And Simeon represents a very small, humble remnant of holy people in the Old Testament who were looking for and thirsting for the Lord, for the coming of the Messiah. And they took steps to prepare themselves so that when the Messiah came, they would recognize and be present to him as he presented himself to them. And so they lived a kind of detachment from the things of the world. And they were immersed in prayer, in following the covenant and the law of the Lord themselves, so that they were really anticipating the Beatitudes and living them. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the meek, they will inherit the earth. Blessed are the pure of heart, they will see God. And indeed, Simeon saw the Lord in the flesh, had that great privilege because he prepared himself well. He recollected himself and his whole life was given over to this one task, this one goal, to see Christ. Christ honored that. He was open to recognize the Lord who presents himself to us in different ways today. So we have here this Mass, and the Lord is here, and we have come. He will present himself to us in the Eucharist, this very great sacrament. And let us receive him with great joy because Jesus never comes empty-handed. When he comes to us, he brings gifts, the gifts of the Spirit. 
which we need because we need to bear the fruits of the Spirit. And that's what the church's teaching is, that when we receive the Eucharist, we receive Christ and the Holy Spirit. Now, what is said in the Gospel is also true, that we receive the blessings of the Lord, but we also are prepared for the persecutions. This was certainly outlined by Simeon, who said to Mary, this child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Today we celebrate the memorial of St. Thomas Becket. St. Thomas Becket is a saint because he faced that persecution. He was born in London about 1118, was ordained a deacon in 1154, and was a good friend of the king. Henry II, who appointed him as his Lord Chancellor and later as Archbishop of Canterbury. King Henry was mistaken, thought that because of their friendship, this saint would capitulate to the whims of the king, and the king wanted to take away certain powers of the church. But St. Thomas Becket was a man of integrity. He knew church teaching. He knew the rights of the church, and he opposed the king. There was many arguments back and forth. There was exile to France, and when he came back to England, they were at it again. The king was so incensed that he spoke harsh words in the presence of certain of his knights who were themselves overzealous and misunderstood the king's true desire, and they went and murdered right in the cathedral this great saint. The king was outraged and shocked as was the world. Three years later, Thomas Becket was canonized a saint. For us today, we have the great privilege of being here, and this is a privilege. We're going to receive Christ. We've prepared ourselves. And let us, again, humble ourselves and open our spirit to the gifts God is going to give us, and then bring them out to the world, so that wherever we encounter someone, we present Christ, whether it's our family or our friends or anyone we meet, not just by words but by our demeanor, and then invite them as well. But recognizing that we may be rejected or in some way persecuted, but this is the lot of the saints. So St. Thomas Becket, pray for us as we not only receive Christ but Take on the mission of the church, which is to evangelize, to bring Christ, to present Christ wherever we can, in as many ways as we can. Let us pray.